so and so yeah, it should be there. Whatever, I gotta go do this. Yeah, because I told you I was gonna. Well, fuck you. Ah, God, fuck off. What's up? Were you talking to your dog or to your uh, roommate slash former slash sometimes current lover? No, I'm I'm home by myself. Who were you talking to then? I was talking to somebody. You were saying things when that didn't seem coherent or to me when uh, I answered. No, I just answered the phone. What are you talking about? Okay. Well, George Soros just sent me an email and said we have to do another episode of, or we have to do the first episode of Would You Rather. <laughs> this is the George Soros project? Well, secretly, yeah. I mean, like, you know. <laughs> to get the... <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know we were protesting something by doing this. Everything is either funded by Soros or the people behind Trump. <laughs> of course. Everything. This is, all, this is all Michael Cohen's doing. Um, you remember Mike and Molly? I wonder if that was a Soros or a Trump production. <laughs> uh, I think that was actually uh, Warren Buffett. Because three be, people that do everything. That'd be cool, right? If at the end of shows they like had a logo of the secret society who produced it and was trying to brainwash you with it. Paid for, paid for by. <laughs> yeah. Paid for in part by. <laughs> illegal cocaine smuggling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so Soros said we had to play Would You Rather and we cut kind of a doozy of a, of a question for the first mm-hmm. one that our producers have strummed up for us. I kind of like this okay. show because uh, we don't have to do any real thinking, you know, in terms of production. Just, just the playing Would pro- You Rather. Yeah, well, the producers just give us a couple questions and then they're like, go play Would You We don't even have to think of the Would You Rather questions, which takes no mental effort as it is. So <laughs> thanks, producers. Indeed. For, I, Indeed. I almost feel it's like an insult in a way. They're like, you know, we don't have a lot of respect for you guys, so we're not even going <laughs> to let you play Would You Rather. I have a team of writers to come up with stupid things like the following. So, Andy, Cousin Sly, I got to ask you. If yes. you could Fourth go wall back... Breaker. I mean, I think everybody knows that you, uh, you know, Bruce Wayne is Batman. You are Cousin Sly. Wait, Bruce Wayne is Batman? And even... No. He's a billionaire. Why does he keep a shit? Ah, I don't know. He's... Got nothing else to do at night. He's got ED. Would you go back in time and stop the transatlantic slave trade from ever existing, 
knowing that the world you'd come back to would be void of all the music you ever loved. Because, you know, without, without blues, which was created by... If you want to overly simplify it, <clears throat> um, like incredibly depressed black people trying to deal with the trauma of their uh, like horrific lives... Uh, you that we wouldn't have jazz, we wouldn't have rock, we wouldn't have any of this stuff. There'd be no fish, no Rolling Stones, no Charles Mingus, no Miles Davis, no Frank Zappa, or or the music that these people made would have been drastically altered and different. But you, you as such a music person, what what would you change things? So would I rather? Because I believe that's. Would I rather? Yeah. Would you rather? Would you rather dismantle the transatlantic slave trade through a time jump, using like time cop rules or something, or, or would you rather let things stay? Oh crap! You there? Rectum damn near killed her. I love how much your dog loves that joke. <laughs> He's got to hear it once a day. So, yes, would, would you rather dismantle the transatlantic slave trade with a time jump via time cop rules, or would you rather leave it as is and just go back in time... Watch how things were, drink some booze, maybe bang a chick and pull out, because if you knocked her up, it would change the time continuum thing, you know? According to time cop rules, this is what would happen. I think any sci-fi rules would, if you go back in time and knock up a hooker, then you're going to have hell to pay in the future. I think that's pretty much any... From Twilight Zone to that thing with Ashton Kutcher, I'm pretty sure they all would agree with that. With, with that one? Because I, I, I have heard a theory that if you traveled back in time and you changed, you altered something that would change the present, that t somewhere along the timeline, things would happen in order to keep the present where it is. <clears throat> well, I don't think... But we're not playing by those rules. No, I don't even know. You don't even know what movie is that? I don't know. I just, like, I heard it about time travel at one point in my life. I think it was a Reddit thread. Oh, okay. Now we're quoting Reddit threads. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, it's bad enough we're quoting time cop writers. We're going to quote people even fucking worse. Wow. I've never actually... I've never Let's start quoting... You know what? From now on, we're going to exclusively quote Juggalos, because any source matters. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. You're, all right, so take me chicken hunting by telling me what you would rather do. I don't think I used that phrase. Chicken frying, hunting I chickens. I don't think I uh, used chicken. that phrase right. Chicken hunting? 
Yeah, I know. I I is that how we get chicken? We hunt chicken. I'd work the Juggalo shows in St. Louis back in the day, right? And uh, uh-huh. they'd they'd all yell whoop whoop at each other, but then the, someone like randomly would yell, "Who's going chicken hunting?" And then everybody else would yell, "We's going chicken hunting!" And <laughs> and then that would <laughs> that would happen a few times, and then everybody would then like. Whoop 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 whoop. It was <laughs> call and response. Whoop whoops. Uh, it was like it was like you know. There's no way you could believe in white supremacy. No. If you believe in white supremacy, go to a juggalo show and have your dream shattered. <laughs> Especially uh, like not no. an actual ICP show, but the lower level, like local artists who are just in love with the stuff type of show. Oh God. Anyway, yeah. What would you? So, rather... wait, wait, wait. Your question is your question, and the context that we've given it so far is: Would I rather have there be no slavery, or possibly live in a world where the insane clown posse does not exist? Well, that's an interesting way to put it. I think a better way was, would you get rid of slavery to, 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 but also get rid of blues? Right. But through the extension of that, you're, you're telling me that I could possibly live in a world without the insane clown posse because without, without rhythm and blues music, you would never have hip-hop. Well, you know, hip-hop... Is or a culmination. Hip hop and rap are a culmination of like the soul and funk music era, and then mm-hmm. educating, which is the derived and then, from and then, give, and then giving black people Shakespeare. It's true. Um, yeah. See now, this one, <laughs> this one is a tough question because I, as you know, I love music. And I love all types of music. And 99.9% of that is based of the American music I enjoy. It's completely based (laughs) from, like, slavery. So, am I about to give up everything that that has made my life greater and the lives of millions and millions of other people greater in order to have other millions and millions of people have their lives be better. Plus, there are some economic impacts of not having slavery that we all take for granted these days. I don't know. Maybe it would have. Maybe it would have hurried Eli Whitney up and like oh, I created the cotton gin earlier, and now we don't need. I invented farm equipment that works on its own. Well, obviously, if you go back in time, there's going to be any. You don't know what's going to happen in the future. You know, you've changed the past. But one thing you know right. for certain is there wouldn't be blues, as blues was, sim- was like created by, essentially, slavery. Yes. So, so would I give up slavery? Do you think, do you think that... It would you know, also they, mean giving up blues, or would I rather keep slavery 
and keep the blues. I mean, I guess it would be, do you, do you, I guess the better form of that question would be, would you risk changing everything to end slavery or would you let slavery happen? Right, right. (laughs) But we were posing it in a musical format. Yeah, but I mean, we both know that, I think we both know and the writers knew (laughs) that you are going to be greatly influenced by the musical aspect of it, especially because that's the one thing that would be known is there would be no blues. That's the one thing we can know for certain would happen. Who knows? No blues. Miles Davis, Charles Mingus, Biggie Smalls. Could have invented blues and then invented jazz. That's a lot of work. No, what I was going to say, could have created great music, depending on whatever was like around before then. But So my fear about this is that the world would compensate for the loss of the blues, and we'd still have music, but the music that would have penetrated all or spawned all these other genres would have been the other group that white people would have enslaved to build this country, which would have ended up being some sort of... Well, okay, okay, no, no. Bluegrass? No, no okay, type of no. Thing. Well, if we're going to be realistic here, if we're going to say that... If we're going to insist that America's going to have slavery regardless of the transatlantic slave trade, which you've shut down in this hypothetical scenario, I think it's far (laughs) more likely for them to stop killing and start enslaving the Native Americans. So we'd have, like, Indian tribal music. They call them grays. I don't know. (laughs) We'd have the reds. I'm singing the Reds. <laughs> yes, the Reds. Oh. Uh, it's not racist because there's a team called the Redskins. <laughs> that's our that's our line. <laughs> the Redskins haven't changed, so we can call our hypothetical version of the Blues created by Native Americans the Reds, and it's not racist. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm just following. Just trying but, to. Get... Okay, let's say let's say America didn't enslave. I, I actually think modern music inspired by Indian tribal music would sound pretty cool. Um, would you yeah, agree, agree with me on that? So let, let's say, let, let's say that America didn't enslave anybody, right? Then what's our ma- ma- main musical influence is going to be? Polka, like Classical. Irish folk music. Classical, but I think Classical that... was more the music of the upper class and not the common man, though, right? Like, common people were listening to folk more so, right? Yeah, yeah, it would more be folk. I guess our, like, our big song would be, like, the national anthem. I don't want that playing on repeat. Yeah, I, I enjoy our national anthem. I've heard other national anthems. Some I think are better. Some I think are worse. But I think ours is pretty good. Um, I wouldn't want I wouldn't want modern music to sound like that. 
Yeah, um, but Green Day Green Day is bad enough as it is with music based off the blues, which is good. Imagine Green Day with music based off of the national anthem style shit. Oh my. Oh my. And here's the other thing. Would would we have Jimi Hendrix laying down that national anthem at the at Woodstock? So I think He's a blues guy. So, what would so, Jimi Hendrix have done? I I guess that would be my final question about the you, theory behind this. Well, no, what can would you Jimi think Hendrix of, sound like? Well, can you think, besides classical, can you think of one white person style of music that would translate well into uh, modern times? Because I shudder to think of the possibility. I really do, too. It's kind of sad, but I... Uh, I mean, I guess you, I mean, how many Jethro Tolls can you make, you know? <laughs> Good point. And even that, <laughs> even that is just, they, they mix the blues with folk, with, with British folk music. So And classical, and yeah. classical as well. Yeah. And I, they were special because they did that. Now every band's going to be Jethro Tull for a while. I don't think I can handle it. Oh, God, I'd fucking hear so much flute, I'd start taking them away from people and beating them over the fucking head. Yeah, just snapping them over your knee, one by one. <laughs> no, And then to the point where maybe like the outraged people in the 50s that like hated rock and roll, they would be hating the flute. You, you, you know... I I I absolutely love the blues. I think it's one of the most amazing, subtle and simplistic yet utterly complex music styles out there. You know, absolutely. I, mean, I think it, it it's beautiful. And uh, let me tell you, as much as I love the blues, I hate slavery. But I think what's interesting is we both, and a lot of this is just our assumption, but we both think, oh. Native American music turned into uh, modern music. That might sound interesting, but we can't think of a white one, which is making me think, okay, so our art always prospers under uh, uh, people who are, you know, oppressed as well. So there's that. But it almost seems like slavery begets good music, yeah? It almost seems like that. And I'm glad that you came out and said it. So I can back this up too. I hate slavery and the idea of it more than anything. I can't. I feel like we can't make that clear enough while saying this. Although I am kind of agreeing with the point that slavery created something that affects billions of people and ha and has and will for all time. Well, that that's makes you kind feel of... good inside, but slavery makes you feel horrible. But the reason that the blues makes you feel good inside is because of shit like slavery. Now, I'm glad we have it. If we can continue to not enslave people, I I would be okay yeah, with that. Yeah, we already that, have the it's... blues now. We don't need to ever yeah. enslave someone right. ever again. I mean, right. the blues has led to dubstep. Dude, and then dubstep's like that. Like, we're good. Our course of action, we don't need to enslave anybody. We got interesting no. 
interesting hybrid yeah. bands going on all the time you know I, the music scene is alive and well and if anybody doesn't think so just go on youtube and follow type in uh, type in local band <laughs> <laughs> seriously actually that's a great suggestion to do that but uh okay so uh we've got a fo- i've got a follow-up question then okay because this is the one part <laughs> that we get to just wing right is the follow-up questions. Because <laughs> that response that I had was completely re- prepared. It sounded really good, actually. Um, I gotta say, you, you sounded professional. Did my I homework. really believed the things you did. Hey, so, do you think, I feel as if I've been breathing better lately. I've been putting protein powder in my bong water because I feel like it's just, like, makes my lungs strong. But I don't know. Anyway, uh, that sounds up. like some suspicious science. <laughs> it's you got to clean your piece a lot. Anyway, back to the follow-up question, Andy McThorley. Let me ask you, what race do you wish was enslaved instead of like if you could <laughs> enslave any race instead of black people, you know? Um, you're like, "Okay, Africa, you're getting a pass. Where are you taking your slaves from?" Because you want to see them, like for musical purposes only, obviously, you know. <laughs> no, no. Just who do I want to see enslaved? No, no. Please don't answer End that question. For, no, for musical purposes. Well, you can answer both if you wish, but you know. <laughs> who do I want to see enslaved? If, if, hmm. I prefer it, though, for musical purposes and in, in, in the birth of this nation. Speaking of which, why is Birth of the Nation the only movie that gets to be completely different than the original and no one complains? I think that was the point, maybe. I didn't see it. I've seen the, I've seen the original. You have to when you take certain classes. but I haven't seen either because I'm a high school dropout, but... uh. I, I just imagine you wouldn't be able to replicate that plot in America today. Uh, I mean, some part of me thinks that birth of birth of a nation should be like Blazing Saddles. You just make it one. Blazing Saddles got some good jokes, but I feel like its pacing is all off. <laughs> Sure, but it was a different time. Yeah, I know. Around that, I want. How much earlier was that before airplane? And then how much later was that? Then it's a mad, 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 mad world. We'll look into that some other time. Who would you like to see enslaved for musical purposes? Because <laughs> me personally, oh. I'm gonna say the Japanese. I I think those shabby guitars that they they made you know originating the blues with that's kind of similar to those things that the japanese play that like plucking instrument you know they have in samurai movies yeah that that banjo looking thing they have in samurai movies right and (laughs) i think you get some pretty cool music then okay see i like I liked when where you were going with the Native Americans, though. 
I think that that is a very interesting form of music that combines rhythm and utter feelings, which is similar to the blues, you know, and then if you take that and over a couple hundred years, the language barrier drops out of it, kind of like with the blues, and you would have a very influential music that was open to the possibility of things like, I don't know, psychedelic rock, which kind of changed the face of music history. I think that's my answer. All right, so you say Native Americans. I Once again, Japanese. I would like to remind our audience that we would not enslave people if given the chance. This is hypothetical. And it's for musical purposes only. I, this isn't like, oh, I want to enslave them because I hate their race. No, it's just, I think their music and then make it really sad due to oppression and then have it influence 99% of them the music made in the world, at least the West today. And uh, after that, yeah. What would be, what would be the interesting thing? You know, we maybe, did have maybe the, the Jap- Spanish, maybe the Spanish. I'm not talking about the native Central Americans and South Americans. I'm talking about the Spanish with their use of, uh, I, I dig their guitar work. Well, you know, you, you, um, you bring up the Spanish. Imagine what music would be like, um, especially in South America, because I'm a big fan of South American music and uh, just the, the styles from those regions. And uh, yeah. imagine if the Spanish had never gone there and exposed them to the guitar while like slaughtering and raping them. And in Mexico, for some reason, the accordion. How long do you think you'd have to be interned before you came up with your own blues? <laughs> well, okay. Because if we so, just ever drop those bombs, this is going to sound. This is going to sound really racist, but I think. That the tech, the industrial and technological revolution that occurred in Japan shows would lean toward the fact that less time than it took for the blues. What do you mean? Oh, I'm saying if you look at if you look at how fast. Japan went from old world to new world. Right? And a lot of this is because they were given a lot of money. And uh, they had a good demolition crew to help with that too, didn't they? Yeah. But Especially Hiroshima. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's easy to start renovating from the ground up, right? Yeah. Well, I wonder, I wonder yeah. how long you got to be interned for, though. Because if we hadn't dropped those bombs in World War II, it lasted like another five, ten years. Maybe we would have oh, got we Japanese blues. Japanese blues. And then when, then when you go there, 
you wouldn't hear Japanese bands just playing American songs. It would be the other way around. Oh, um, and by the way, I, I wouldn't change anything. If, like, I never answered the, the initial question, but I wouldn't change anything if I could go back in time. Even the things that, oh, yeah. even the, the things that run. like uh, make it so I can't look at myself in the mirror or sleep at night. That I, like the, you know I would think about every second of the day. Like why get why did I react this way? Why can't I change what I did? Why am I such a horrible human? You know, I wouldn't even change those things because who knows what the repercussions might have been. You know, that's what I'm saying. All of a sudden, you all of a sudden you might have Biff Cannon as president. Wow, my redhead just texted me, and she works in a, a respected office that the owner is there. And since it's such a <laughs> stressful day, he's taking drink orders from people and heading to the liquor store. <laughs> not not the corner store where he can get you know like beer and wine but the liquor store because in florida or at least the scambia in uh santa rosa county i don't know about the rest of it i don't want to go south. oh you've got that you've got that separation thing I'm where a, you can't buy beer and liquor at the same place because whatever yeah, yeah. And technically, like, I I don't go any further south in Florida because the <clears throat> in Florida, you know the the further south you go, the less southern it actually is. And since I'm at the tip, of, <laughs> yeah. since I'm right here next to Alabama, roll tide. Um, <laughs> roll tide. Yeah, I don't know. I think that has something to do with like waters being red with slave blood or something. But you know. I'm sure I know, a, right? I'm sure it's a fine thing to say. I don't know if it actually even means that, though. I don't really care. No, I don't. I don't like it's football. It's not a bad theory that I've thought about before. Why would you be so proud of something that is clearly, in modern times, is not even the least subtle period reference? I mean, Roy Moore. Roll Tide. Roy Moore, Roll Tide. Right. Question two, Andy. We got a we got a second question. Oh, we have. We, oh, yeah. I forgot we're doing two questions today. Uh, no, you know what? We're not. I'm not gonna do this question. We're just gonna do one question an episode. Fuck these fucking producers, dude. Like, with with what they're paying us, we're already here. This is we're already almost like a half hour in talking about the stupidest fucking thing that quite honestly if we ever get any sort of like legitimacy to us this conversation will probably come back and bite us in the fucking ass bite us in the ass right even though we have stated so many times that we are not racist we think slavery was awful but the blues I'm gonna have to get like a master copy of this recording you know and and like tuck it away so if any, if, if those ever go away, the other originals, and then there's only these heavily edited ones where it's like, you're going like, oh man, I, I want to see the Native Americans enslaved. I want to see the Japanese interned for another 10 years. Yeah. Uh, Even though we're saying positive things about those cultures in a negative context. No, but I'm going to say this and I mean it. 
I don't give a flying fuck about the suffering that anybody fucking had 50 years ago, 20 years ago, any of that shit. Fuck that fucking shit. And the longer back that fucking suffering goes, the less I fucking care about it. Let's focus on treating each other well. And instead of how someone's family may have done somebody else's family wrong in a world where morality was of completely different context due to technological limitations and a much stronger religious brainwashing. But these have been Jerry's final thoughts. Uh, well, nice talking to you, Jerry. I, just, I always miss that at the end of the Springer show where you'd see the trashiest shit and then Springer would give you like a nice talking to and be like, well, these are my final thoughts. And like, <laughs> I'm, about uh, to go, I'm about to go get blown from my best looking guest and I fucking snort coke off a table that I have Velcro to a hat on her head. This is why, this is why Jerry Springer was one of Cincinnati's finest mayors. I would have liked to have seen him as the mayor in the RoboCop remake. <laughs> I could not see the RoboCop remake. I had Michael, I'll watch anything with Michael Keaton and Sam Jackson, especially a RoboCop remake. <laughs> Actually, you I, know what? I, I agree with you. We were talking in that other episode. I snakes on a plane. How bad could it be? In that other episode, when we were talking about the best movies with a star, uh, RoboCop 2, man. Oh, that's a good one. Nuke and shit? That that little kid drug dealer? Oh, I fucking love it. (laughs) I remember what... Uh, New Jack City would be on my list of bad movies that are entertaining. I must feel like that's a good film. It's it's really not. You go back and watch. I it. said almost. I think I have yeah. it. I think I own it. I need to go. I I haven't watched it since probably like we knew each other in person back when <laughs> I still back when I lived in the land of liberals. <laughs> sort of mixing it up out there and father of man, father of land. You know, like the the liberals in California, the liberals in California really scarred me when I had to go move to the Midwest and then the South. And we were in conservative <laughs> Orange the County. Show me on the map where the liberals touched you. Uh, I could, right? And it would be fucking horrific because I went to a. You ever go to the Rocky Horror Picture Show in person? Oh, absolutely. Well, I had decided to go when I was 15, not knowing what I was getting into. And I'm, like, in really good shape and all trim and muscular. And, like, good God, dude, like, gang groped by fucking weird transvestites with fucking beer guts that would put mine to shame when I weighed 250 pounds. Man. Yeah, so it was I don't know how I've been able to keep it under 200 this, my entire life. Cocaine. That might have something to do with it. Especially when you start doing it in your years that 
where you're naturally getting fatter. Yo, okay, but I don't know if I finished. My, I said my redhead texted me they're taking drink orders, right? And it, it kind of pisses me off, right? I start thinking about it now. And alcohol is going to make you less efficient at the office. You know, you're going to get tired. You're going to miss mistakes. But why not just smoke bud all day? I just tell your employees, go ahead. And if you want to, if you want to chief, go ahead. Benefits of living in such a liberal, a toxic liberal environment as I do. Yeah, I know. If I, <clears throat> it's funny how a broke a broke clock can be right twice a day. <laughs> uh, and here's the thing: if you're talking about Orange County liberalism, we could say, you know what? We should save this. For the Cal- for a California-based pod- podcast. All right. Well, then I'm gonna hang up. 